This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. Well, praise the Lord. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. I'm your host. Bishop Poole with Terry Poole here, and we're happy to have you as always. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for new mercy every day. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning in our right mind and the movement of our limbs. Oh, God, we thank you for what you told Paul, told Timothy. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. And, Lord, we thank you for a sound mind a mind of free, freedom, a mind of joy in the Lord, even though we may have things come and go. Amen. But God, we thank you for the solid foundation, knowing that you will never change. You'll never change. And we thank God for that today. In Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen. God bless you again. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. I'm here. With Terry Poole, and we're, tap, we're relaxing and talking over, as always, the end time, uh, something, a uh, subject matter that can help strengthen our brothers and our sister in the Lord. Looking at Paul's epistle, Paul writing his first letter to Thessalonians, in the, in First uh, Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, out of the King James Bible. You know, I always believe in studying. I use the Bible Dictionary, Bible Concordance, and three or four different translations in your studying to get clear uh, understanding. The Bible says get wisdom in Proverbs, but all I get in get understanding. And Paul's purpose of his first epistle, amen, was to comfort the believers and encourage them of a life of purity, amen, before the return of Christ. And also, the, one of the main themes in that in that letter, Amen. Concerning, he was talking to them about practicing a life of Christianity on what Christ had taught. Amen. If we're going to be disciples of Jesus. Amen. We first have to learn how to follow His doctrine. Jesus said one time to His disciples, and He was talking to the Pharisees. Amen. He told him, why, why you call me Lord, Lord, and you do not what I say? Many people are calling God, God, Lord, Lord, but they don't do what he's, what he's, what he's preaching and teaching. Amen. So we thank God. Amen. With Sister Terry, we're sitting here. Amen. In the study. And she's going to read First uh, Thessalonians, the fifth chapter. Thank you, Bishop. I'm going to be reading from the American Standard Version, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, starting at verse 1 to 22. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that ought be written unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night 
when they are saying peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall in no wise escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. For ye are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. So then, let us not sleep as do the rest, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that are drunken, are drunken in the night. But let us, since we are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God appointed us not unto wrath, but unto the obtaining of salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, exhort one another and build each other up, even as also ye do. But we beseech you, brethren, to know them that labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them exceeding highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. And we exhort you, brethren, admonish the disorderly, encourage the faint-hearted, support the weak, be long-suffering toward all. See that none render unto anyone evil for evil, but always follow after that which is good, one toward another and toward all. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus, to you ward quench not the spirit despise not prophesyings prove all things hold fast that which is good and verse 22 abstain from every form of evil amen Paul was speaking about the return of Christ how we should live <clears throat> I wish to live as Christian, following after Christ, following after his doctrine. Peter said in 1 Peter, the second chapter, and the 11th verse, he said, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which wars against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that Whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may be by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be for the king as supreme unto governors as unto them that are sent by him 
for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. We have to be very careful, amen, at least in times now, things are changing. Like Paul was saying, the laws are changing. I'm sorry, Daniel, speaking in the last days, be changed of days and laws and times, amen, and we're the appearance, the appearance of evil. It was a time where we, we, was, we was working on our own, doing things before we came into Christ. We were doing things that uh, it, does, it didn't matter to other people what other people said. Amen. You know your purpose why you wanted to go uh, in a nightclub. You know your purpose why you was going to a big show. You know your purpose of going to a ball game with friends and cousins and relatives. Amen. You was there to enjoy yourself. How you dress, you didn't ma it doesn't matter to you and anyone around you because everybody didn't have no dress code. Everybody did what they wanted to do. But since you came into Christ, amen, Paul was admonishing and talking with the uh, Thessalonians that the purpose, amen, not to appear, abstain from the form of evil, amen, not the appearance of evil. Be careful, amen, how you show people your lifestyle, amen, how you saying that you're, you're a child of God. And but you're carrying yourself still as though you live for the world. There are many holidays coming up, and one of the ones that really uh, points out to many believers is the, is Halloween. Amen. And one of uh, some had saying it's the devil's birthday. It's not the devil's birthday. Amen. And because of the fact God created Satan, he was kicked out of heaven, and him in the third part of the host. And they came here in, in the earth to make war with God's people. So God's people have to be very careful to not to associate ourselves uh, with the appearance of evil. Uh, Halloween is, is a celebration, amen, about the dead, amen, that went to hell and all those other spirits, all those other spirits. Amen. So we have to be very careful, amen, not to even appear. He's our enemy. Satan and Lucifer, amen, the demons, they are the enemy of the cross. They are enemy of the cross. They want everybody to die and burn with them. So we don't want to show any type of support, amen, to evil contact or evil living, uh, uh, buying their books, buying their hats, buying their clothes. We don't want to show, amen, to the world, the lost world, amen, that there's no difference. There's a difference in Christianity. There's a difference in living for God. There's a difference. There's a peace living for God. There's a hope living for God. So we want. We don't want to tie ourselves in any any form or fashion, amen, showing that we are a child uh, and supporting uh, the, the devil's workshop yes thank you bishop when I think about it why would you support the dead support witchcraft open your children up 
I hear people say, oh, it's just for fun. We're having a party. Doesn't mean anything. You know, we're just dressing up, decorating. But every year, what do we hear? Check the candy. Check, oh, don't take any. People put razor blades in, in the apples. And the whole thing appears to be evil. But year after year, we support it. The decorations and the comes out in the store. They're out there right now, probably. We saw somebody's house decorated already. Halloween was one day when I was a kid. One day. And one trick-or-treat. It was just one day. Go be done. Now it's so elaborate. It's ridiculous. And people that are Christians say they support it. They don't want their kids to be feeling left out at school and here and there. But if you teach your kids early enough about Jesus and you say in your house, choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You have no business supporting any type of Halloween function, not at home or at the church. If you want to have Harvest Fest and all these other different named things to uh, distract from Halloween or detract from Halloween, then don't do it around the same day. Do it in a whole different week, a whole different month or whatever. You can't connect them. You can't give the appearance of evil. By connecting something that you want to be Christ-filled or holy to evil, to death. Death and witchcraft has no place in the Christian home church lifestyle. No place. It's a slap to Jesus who, what did Jesus do? Defeated death. So you can't have it both ways. Yes, we are in the world, but not of the world. And if you're going to come out from among them, then you have to have both foot, feet in Jesus. Thank you, Sister Terry. And we thank God for the, all you that are listening. Those that have mental problems and mental situation, amen. When you begin to kind of mix and please the world, Paul said, Paul told Timothy, amen, First Timothy, uh, first chapters, self-verse, that God has not given the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind, amen. Because your mind, the, uh, the Halloween and the Dressing up can trigger some things, some bad things. And you know that you have you ever done research on Halloween? Did you ever do a research on it? Just do some research on it and, and prove it out for yourself. Just don't take our word for it. We thank for you for, for your following, but amen. You should try the spirit. Uh, 
see if we're telling you the truth. Amen. And see why, if, if it's something that you've been triggering yourself without really knowing that uh, it was a danger to your mental capacity or your health or your memory, you know, why you're dealing with fear, why you're dealing with worration. Amen. If, because it's probably, amen, it's taking away faith in God. It's taking away faith in God. We see that the jack-o'-lantern, amen, during the time of these uh, horrible uh, sacrifices to Satan, the jack-o'-lantern was used to place at a person's house a supposedly, amen, house for uh, deaf demons that night, amen, to warn off demons, amen. But why you warn them off, amen, it's just a trick, a distraction. It's not warning off. It's just triggering you that what is about sacrificing to the dead. Okay, so, so do your own research. Just don't float around, around the world. The world is... Uh, just don't take their... Uh, say that it's harmless. Adam and Eve thought it was harmless in the garden. When the, when, uh, the serpent told them, uh, God not really going to hurt you. I mean, God not really... You're not really going to die. Amen. You're looking at the pumpkin and you, you're putting on different costumes, dealing with the dead. And you say, oh, it's not really going to hurt. But the children, amen, they are, they are very, they're fearful of these things because they represent the dead. Amen. Christ represents life. He risen from the dead. He's alive. He's not dead. He's alive. He's moving around now. Amen. Death is the last enemy that Satan and all of his co-workers and all of his followers, demons, and the fallen angels, amen, they're going to be thrown into the lake of fire. Amen. But Jesus is still alive. He, he conquered death and the grave. Amen. So we don't want to pull back anything this time of the year. Amen. If you're dealing with fear, if you're dealing with worration, if you're dealing with uh all type of insecurity. God, when you gave your life to Christ, amen, he washed away all of your sins. Paul said in Romans 8, there's now no condemnation. He died for all the sin. Amen. He forgave you for all the sin. Amen. So when you find the enemy always digging some up from the grave, digging up your past, and it's because, amen, you have to let some things go. You're a new man now. You're a new person in Christ. Amen. Jesus died for it all. You have to put all your life into Christ. Amen. You'll find that when you do that, you're trusting in him. You're trusting in him. He has to prove himself. You don't have to prove yourself. Jesus rose from the dead. That proved prove that he's still alive. He is alive. Maybe it's not been preached enough that Christ is alive, but he is alive. Amen. We don't need to dig, in, dig up at the grave, dig in the sand. No, he's alive. You don't need to look at things dead. You know they can't help you. But the enemy want to bring that memory back. He want to reach back in your thoughts, and your mind, and bring up some thoughts and things that you thought you had forgotten about. But be surprised. There are little small triggers that goes on that will bring up things that God already forgiven you of that. And it comes down to true belief. 
the enemy's deceptive tricks are to make you believe that God is not real, Jesus is not alive, and he has something better for you. But it's a counterfeit. We talked about that before. Everything from the devil is a counterfeit. And it's deception and distraction. If you say, oh, they're talking about Halloween. There's no such thing as witchcraft. And oh, no voodoo and hoodoo. And all that. It's just, it's just fun. It's a party. No. The spiritual realm is very real. The scripture says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against wickedness in high places, principalities. The spiritual realm is real. Spiritual warfare is real. It is real in your soul. And your soul is what you need to be concerned about if you want to live an eternal life. Jesus is real. It's not a fairy tale. Um, worshiping the dead and human sacrifice through some religions is real. Like he said, read about it for yourself. Read the Bible for yourself and it will become real. It is not a fairy tale. When you wrestle not against flesh and blood, that means the demons, the third of the angels that fell to the earth along with Lucifer, these things need bodies. They go into bodies. When he says try, the spirit is the Holy Spirit and it's the evil spirits. Believe it. Think about it. You have come across people that are completely evil. Or you'll say in your mind, oh, I can't believe they did that. Well, believe it. Anybody can allow themselves to be used by an evil spirit, knowingly or unknowingly. But when you, what did it say? Pray without ceasing. Watch and pray. You will see in the spirit realm what is happening in your life. Stop subjecting your children to spiritual warfare by allowing them to participate in Halloween. Alright, we thank, thank God for you. Ephesians, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 uh, to reiterate again in the 16th verse Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. Now, that, you might say, whoa. In everything? You don't know what I'm going... Yes, this is what the Bible said. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 
I always have been bombarded over the years. What is the will of God? What is the will of God? He's saying rejoice. Give thanks to God. Just give thanks. Lord, I thank you for the day. I thank you for what's happening. You know, it programs your mind to positive thinking. It programs your mind. Amen. Because uh, it'll get you be, be careful. Amen. Think that, that the mind doesn't play a part in your spiritual walk with Christ. It does. Because you're more spiritual now than you ever was. When you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, now you're more sensitive to things in the spirit than you thought you would ever be. You've been born. How you been born? Born in the spirit. You've been reborn into another in the spirit of God. You've been born out of the devil's uh, environment. Now you're in the spirit of God, just like a babe. You have to learn. The baby, you know how you teach a baby, say stop, go, talk, uh, A, B, C, same thing. When you come to, you've been born again in Christ. Amen. You got to be retaught re, re again. The mind got to be renewed. Paul said, renew the mind. In Thessalonians 5, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 19, say, Quench not the spirit. Do not despise prophecy. Test all things. Hold fast whatever is good. Test all things. We're saying to you, test these things. Test test research. Every holiday come up, see, okay, now this is, is this for me? Since I accept the Christ, should I be doing this? Should I be involved? Amen. In the 22nd verse, Abstain from every form of evil, every appearance of evil. Amen. You might not be gambling at the horse track, but you were setting up there. People see you. Oh, you, you probably was going to buy some cigarettes or uh, lunch break. You're buying some alcohol, but you don't drink. But uh, you're buying the co-workers drink. But they saw you going into the club. They saw you going into the liquor store. And those that are in Christ, maybe babes in Christ, they wonder why. Wonder why we saw the brother going into the club. Why we saw him going into the liquor store. Why is why we saw him buying cigarettes and lottery tickets. Why did we see him doing that? The appearance. The appearance. Can can baby Christians, a baby is a babe. They're not much knowledgeable uh, what's going on. But when they see you, when the world see you, say, oh, ain't nothing to Christianity. Oh, I got them to be dressed up, amen, like Dragler. I, see, I got them all dressed up, amen. And, I, you know, there's nothing to what they have. There's nothing what they have in Christ, amen. They still want to be a part of us. They still want to be a part of the world, amen. No, not so, not so. Hold your ground because you can save people. Hold your ground. You can influence those to come to Christ. We're going to close with a prayer. Father, we thank you right now, oh God, Jesus, what you're doing. Lord, stretch your hand over living through your Holy Spirit. Oh God, bind Satan's hand on every part. God, look upon the young babes in Christ. Oh, we're reaching out for the young babes in Christ. Those that are not sure what the will of God is. Some that not really reading their Bible, they just trust in man. Amen. Uh, Jeremiah said, Curse is the man that trusts in man and make flesh his arm. Amen. They trusted in man, they trusted in people, amen, but they have to trust in you, in God, in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. With the Holy Spirit today, amen. Have comfort to them, new mercy every day. 
God, we give you the praise. We give you the glory and the honor. In Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen. Till next time, continue. Amen. Examine the word of God. Read it for yourself. Amen. You'll find out Jesus is the truth and the life. And that no man can come unto the Father but by him. God bless you. We love you. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it. And your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you.